You're listening to Rama for Today. When we begin to look at this this way and begin to understand Adam selling us out and understand all of this, then it begins to become very obvious to us what's going on in the world today. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth Hagan on his teaching Executing the Basics of Healing on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth Hagan for today's message. Jesus said, "He that has seen me has seen the Father." Well, when you see Jesus, you don't see him doing bad things. You don't see him causing storms, you see him rebuking storms. Mark 4:35 and it's also found in Luke and Matthew. Remember when the disciples said, "Master, carest thou not we had perished? The storm came up on the sea." And he got up and he rebuked the wind and it was became still. He wasn't rebuking something God did. If he was, if he was rebuking something God did, then he could not say, "If you see me, you see God." We need to understand some things here. See, because of natural things that are happening, we fail to understand what's going on. We need to begin to realize that Adam was originally in control to dominate this world that we live in. Go read back here when he was created and God said that you're in control. Well, if you'll study the word of God, you'll find out that when God created Adam, he did give him control over it all. In fact, if you'll study the word of God, you'll find out God didn't name the animals Adam did. So if you wonder why something's called what it is, it's Adam done it. It says in the word of God, that's what it says. Does it not say that in the when reading here? Gave him control over it all. In other words, he was the caretaker underneath God himself. See, God made the world in the fullness thereof, but then he put Adam in charge. Now look at 2 Corinthians 4, 4. Now we begin to see something here. It says that Satan is the God of this world. Go there, 2 Corinthians 4, 4. I want you to read. I want you to look at it. I want you. Just don't agree with me because I'm saying it. Agree with me because you see it in the word. Now look at that. Does it say that Satan is the God of this world? How many agree with that? That the Bible says that. All right. Now. Here we go. I'm going to ask you one more. How many of you have found 2 Corinthians 4, 4, and how many of you agree that it says Satan is the God of this world? Little g. Then you go read on down in the verse, and you see that the word God is mentioned there, and it's a capital G, meaning the divine entity, God himself. Anytime you see God in the, in the Bible when it's a not capitalized, it does not mean divinity. 
or deity. When it's capitalized, it means deity. Am I correct? Yeah, see? That's what it means. Now, look at this. It says that Satan is the God of this world. Then if God gave Adam charge over this world, and now Paul says Satan is, where was the change? You can go right back to the fall of man. When Adam gave in to Satan, he gave over that rule to Satan. All right. And now it's under his control. People say all the time, God's got everything under control. It's how do you mean that? Huh? To say God's got everything under control may or may not be so. It depends upon how you mean it. If you mean that God is ruling the earth right now, wrong. He isn't. He's going to rule one of these days. But he's not right now. If you mean that God has his plan in control, he does. If you mean spiritually because you've been born again by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ and have submitted to him as your heavenly father and to Jesus Christ as your Lord and master and you mean he's got control of you and what you're doing, then that can be right. But to say that he has control of what's going on in the world today, wrong. See, this is where we can pray. And the Bible talks to us about this. Praying for the rulers and so forth and so on, so that we can live at peace with all men. If God's got control of all these people, you don't need to pray for them. They're going to do the right thing. See, it's a matter of understanding our terminology sometimes. We have religious jarnigan. We have religious terminology many times that we understand, but that the normal person that we're trying to talk to in these does not understand our religious talk. You see, God has got everything under control in my life and in your life if you're committed to him, but he doesn't have everything under control in this world. That can only happen when he comes back in the millennium and sets up a rule down here. And if you go read in the book of Revelation, whenever this happens, everything's at peace. Nobody's bickering with anybody. Now, you see, just a minute, you go back. That's the way it was when Adam first had control down here. Now, for the benefit of mankind... God can supersede through a miracle. He can supersede or suspend the laws, the natural laws, for the good of his born-again person. Hello, you understand where I'm coming from now? You see, many years ago, during the 
Korean conflict, in which many of you weren't even around. I forget that I'm getting older. <laughs> but uh, one of the columnists wrote, and uh, he was talking about, and in effect, this is, you know, I'm just sort of paraphrasing. He said, I'm not a Christian or don't claim to be, but I'm neither an atheist nor an agnostic. And, uh, you know, the atheist believes there is no God. I believe there is some type of supreme being. The agnostic says there may be a God, but he doesn't know. If it is, he doesn't know. And this man went on to say, I believe there's a supreme being. And he went on to say, but what hinders me from being a Christian is when I hear preachers talking, I get confused because they say God is running everything. And if he is, he sure has it in a mess. Then the man went on to talk about, you know, wars and children being hurt and people being killed and poverty and disease, sickness, all these things. He said, I believe that if there's a supreme being that made all this and there has to be something, I believe he would have made things beautiful and good. I can't believe that the things that are happening are the works of God. Now, without realizing it, he went right along with what the Word of God says. Because at the creation, it says, and God looked at it and said, it's good. In another place in the Word of God, it said, ever good and perfect gift cometh down from the Father above. See, when you start to really look at who God is and what God's in the Word of God, you find out there's no way possible that he could be this individual that people try to make him be. It's contrary to what the Word of God says. Well, then what's causing all that? What is causing sickness and disease? What is causing wars? What is causing all The devil. It says that he, he has come to steal, kill, and destroy. That's not just talking about spiritually. That's naturally. Hello? See, when we began to look at this this way and began to understand Adam selling us out and understand all of this, then it begins to become very obvious to us what's going on in the world today. See, Jesus' statement, he that hath seen me has seen the Father. And from his description of the Father and from what Jesus himself did while he was here on the earth, there is no way possible that he could be involved in sickness and disease and wars and killings and accidents and catastrophes and all of that. So who is in charge of that? The devil. And the Word of God plainly tells us this, and it says that you're going to have all of this. You're going to have all of these rumors and men dying from fear and heart attacks and all of this until he comes again. How many of you ever heard that or read that in there? That's what the Bible says. 
See, if we would just get our thinking straight, it would help. If we get our thinking straight, it would straighten out our theology. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The first item in this offer is the book from Kenneth E. Hagan, What to Do When Faith Seems Weak and Victory Lost. The next item is the two-CD set from Kenneth Hagan, Defeating the Giants in Your Life. All this for the special price of $15.95. That's $9 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Faith 99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. We have so many great partners out there, and, and I want to tell you, uh, you, you help us. Without you, that's we right. couldn't make it. Now, somebody said, well, what is a word partner? Well, that's somebody that prays for us regularly, and somebody that sends in at least a month, once a month, uh, whatever they can that's right. in, in, offering. in offering, help us keep Rama going. And so that's 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 what a Word Partner Club is. And if you would like to be a Word Partner Club member with us, well, you can go to rhema.org slash WPC and all the information's there and how to become a partner. And we really thank you. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth Hagen on executing the basics of healing. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.